0: Hello, welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's our podcast where we analyze each and every individual minute of Star Wars in order, one by one. Uh, Today we're up to Minute 56. Uh, I'm Pete the Retailer from Nerd Geek Dork.
1: I'm Alex Robinson from the Ink Panthers podcast.
2: And I'm Ryan Halp from the Science Sort of podcast.
0: Uh, Well, first let me say welcome, Ryan. (laughs) Thanks, Pete. (laughs) Thanks for joining us.
2: Happy to be here. Big Uh, fan of the show. It's become part of my morning routine. I make coffee to it. Excellent.
0: Can I get you a coffee?
2: Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. Right. Or some blue milk, whatever, whatever works.
0: Um so minute 56, like I said, is uh is pretty much entirely composed of uh Governor Tarkin, uh Grand Moff Tarkin, if you will, uh interrogating Leia as to the whereabouts of the rebel base. Um and uh in this we see that they're actually at uh Alderaan, in the Alderaan system or near it.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of a weird bit where he, you know, Governor Tarkin or uh has the whole like We've decided to test this on Alderaan. This is a big reveal of the planet. And Princess Leia's like, oh! And it's like she didn't recognize Alderaan until he told her, Yeah, that's Alderaan. This the planet you live on. <laughs> she doesn't get there very much.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I mean, granted, because it's the only planet that we uh, that we have, I'm sure I would recognize Earth uh, through the Death Star window. But, uh, you know, let's say we were a more spacefaring... Oh, that's true. You know.
2: Like if you were put on a boat and somebody showed you a coastline... Of a yeah of a location, and we're like, we're going to destroy New York City, and you're like, oh, well, you you probably recognize New York, but but like Hilton Head or something, something with a (laughs) coastline that you wouldn't recognize until somebody told you what the coastline was. Milwaukee, right?
1: Sure. I don't. I I don't think I would even recognize any part of Milwaukee other than the shots brewery. So maybe that's (laughs) bad bad example.
2: Wouldn't you be upset if it was about to be destroyed? Oh, I would. There you go. Did you you guys talked about the Grand Moff? title and I, I guess uh i was still surprised to hear him referred to as governor
1: well they never refer to him as grand moff audibly right they never say grand moff do they not I, I can't think of any time when they say it
0: yeah i can't uh now that you mention it I'm, I'm i know they all say governor tarkin and i know the i guess in all the you know the cards and whatever it says
1: yeah it's uh, like lord of the sith you no know, they never call him lord of the sith in any of the original movies I don't sure. think Sith is even. Is that word even used
2: in the original trilogy? Sith just Darth's and Emperors, right?
1: Yeah, actually, there's only even one Darth. They never even refer to any of the other Darth's in the uh, other in the, the other original
0: tr- All the Darth's.
2: <laughs> is that one of those things where we think that George Lucas might have not intended Darth to be a rank? I don't know. Well, that's I. I still maintain that that is true
1: because Obi Wan saying, only "Master, evil Darth."
0: There's that one uh, source that I I can't remember where it's from, but it was like a Danish fan magazine or something. Not a fan magazine, like an official magazine. Mm -hmm. Um, But but, still Danish. But yeah, probably Danish. um, That printed, you know, around the time that Star Wars came out, they were explaining everybody. And they were like, oh, and here's, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the, the Jedi Knight, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, and here's Darth Vader, a Lord of the Sith, who are an aquatic race that lives in a, uh, you know, they just went off on this description of Sith that made them sound really
1: like weird. Aquatic?
0: Aquatic race that needs, you know, uh, apparatus to breathe on land. And that's why he was like that. And like,
1: maybe that's where Jar Jar Binks came from. Maybe. <clears throat> that is great. Now I imagine all
2: that water sloshing around. It's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mobile fish tank.
2: Yeah, that's why he has that scuba. scuba Maybe that's character. why Aquaman can uh, do the mind trick on fish.
0: Oh, Aquaman is a, is a Jedi. Maybe Aquaman's a
2: No, he's a okay.
0: Sorry, yeah. He was Jedi a Jedi. Are different species. Then he turned. Um, I, I'll have to find that. I'll post it to the Facebook page. The uh, Somewhere there's that description.
2: That sounds <clears> fascinating. It
0: makes him sound like, you know, he's a stingray or something.
2: <laughs> so I noticed that, that Darth Vader's role in this scene is basically just to be a wall for Princess Leia not to be able to get away from Tarkin. <laughs> Yeah, it's,
0: like, it's like,
1: the, like that. Um, it's like those Night at the Roxbury guys where they're like jostling her. Back, like, oh, <laughs> it's
2: kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's from their bodies,
0: he's the Death Star control room bouncer.
2: <laughs> it didn't impress I, me just how much bigger Vader is than Leia. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he's uh, huge. Uh, speaking of which, uh, uh
1: Grand Moff Tarkin or Governor Tarkin, as he's known, definitely says Princess Leia. <laughs> so that because I've always called her Princess Leia.
2: Really, I because I I'm a staunch proponent of the Leia. I don't know
1: that that has become canonical, but I feel like in the first movie they called her Princess Leia. Well, Luke again. just
2: calls her beautiful over and over again. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. she's beautiful. <laughs> uh, but if you listen, Governor Tarkin definitely says Princess Leia before your execution. So uh, there you go. One point for me. I love Peter Cushing. I love all the British actors in this movie.
2: I mean, this minute is mostly just him waxing oh, poetic. Yeah.
1: And I love Princess Leia's uh, "the the more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will stick through your fingers." Like it's of that's one of those lines. Like they say that. Yeah, these lines are made to be read in like george lucas clearly never spoke this stuff out loud that sounds so silly when you say it out loud but awesome. And it was
2: all she also said it right after he was literally gripping her face and she slipped out of his fingers right oh wow oh. That's,
1: i never even thought of that
2: yeah yeah because he's really grabbing it like he's just he's got her face um. <laughs> she's like a
0: star system <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wrote down that it's uh it seemed kind of like lyrics like she's quoting to him you know like it's like, hey man! Like, the more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will slip through your fingers. You know, like.
2: it kind of—it kind of makes me bummed out that now, now that I'm thinking about it, that there wasn't a scene between Peter Cushing and Alec Guinness, since they're arguably two of the best actors in this entire movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would have—you never get to see any of the Christopher Lee doesn't get to act any of the good British. Like, you never get to see any of those three guys in the same uh, shock. Well, obviously, by the time Christopher Lee came in, the other two were dead. But no. <laughs> They could have used some computer
2: trickery to do that. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time.
0: They could have so, had a dance number together.
2: So Alderaan <laughs> has no weapons. No, it's a, it's a peaceful planet. This, How yeah, does that work? I, I wrote that is down. It, I was like, wait, no weapons? Really? Like, is it the Costa Rica of the, you know, galaxy?
0: <laughs> well, I looked it up. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, it turns out that after the horrors of the Clone Wars, they decided to institute a strict pacifist policy.
2: Hmm. Uh, so i haven't watched any of the clone wars cartoons is is alderaan really involved in the clone wars
0: i have no idea I uh, i haven't watched them either this is a pre-clone wars pre-special edition pre uh, prequel source that i'm referring to so it might might have all been rewritten by now
1: yeah this was, a, this was a belgian fan magazine though.
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you think do you think it was space jimmy smith's that made the rule that there are no weapons no apparently he's part of the
0: um uh he was not a huge fan of it i mean he went along with it but um you know leia and and you know bail are gonna leia are, are kind of the forefront of the well you know we say no weapons but these guys are really doing some bad stuff so maybe we need to kind of like you know just take up arms against them this one time so
2: it's almost like alderaan's coming out of its isolationist period much as the u.s did
0: Yes, they were, they were actually about to join the rebellion, like, officially. They were like, oh, well, yeah, well, I, I guess, you know, it's about time. We should sign up. And then they blew up.
2: Well, I guess, I guess the thing that always confused me is how is her telling Tarkin that they have no weapons an argument for not destroying it? Like, th- they won't be able to do anything if you try to destroy it, so don't. <laughs> like, well, I
1: think, like- I think she, at that point, is probably just panicking. You know what I mean? She, she's not really coming up with a rational argument. She's just sort of like uh like her urge is to fight back, but they have no weapons. So, you know what I mean, even though it makes no sense. You're right. She she should have just said, "Oh well, at least our weapons will be safe because there's none on Alderaan. You know, and then he would have been,
2: you know. Well, but really what she should have said is like, "Well, I what about the secret weapon on Alderaan that will reflect the beam back at you?"
0: Right. We have no weapons except for that giant mirror. <laughs>
1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. Well, uh, should we talk about I, I, should we talk about the logistics? Maybe we should say the logistics of planet blowing up for next minute when we actually see the destruction.
2: Those are my My notes are all for the spoiler.
1: next minute. yeah OK. so yeah. We, we, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that stuff for Well, uh, the one thing I have to wonder is when the Death Star came into Alderon's orbit, like w- what was everyone on Alderon doing? Were they like panicking? Were they all you know, because if I'm on a planet and I suddenly see this Death Star orbiting us, I'd be like, this is not going to be good."
2: Well, the Death Star's pretty far away.: Well, but um. they must be able to see it. I don't. Right. I, I actually would doubt that they could, unless unless they actually were looking with a telescope. I don't think the Death Star would be visible to the naked eye from that distance.
1: You don't think you don't think like the planets have some kind of like a, you know radar system where if, if a large if a thing the size of a moon came into that close where you can see it that there wouldn't be some alerts or something.
0: I,
2: mean, I would probably- hope they have
1: better space protection than we do.
2: Well, probably, but at the same time, it, it probably wouldn't be accessible to everyone unless you know how. Like sometimes we started getting those alerts on our smartphone mm-hmm. uh, where it says like you know hazardous weather warning. So maybe they have some sort of smartphone hazardous space warning. warning. Death Star in area,
0: right? You know, I, I, like, what I the didn't... hell does that
2: mean? What is a death? Star? <laughs> I didn't actually try to estimate the distance, but based on the fact that from the Death Star you can see all of Alderaan and it's not that big, it's not taking up that much of the field of view. They must. Be be pretty far away because it was only it's only the apollo astronauts from 8 through 12 or i guess 8 through 17 that were able to actually see the earth as an entire sphere because anything anything before apollo 8 which apollo 8 actually went and orbited the moon were too close to the earth to actually see the entire globe Mm
1: -hmm. okay but you can see the entire earth from the moon correct
2: Correct, but so it's, if it's a lot bigger. It. It's a lot bigger than it looks in the window of the Death Star during the scene.
1: Right. right. Well, also, we don't know how big the. We don't really have a sense of how big the Death Star is compared to. They refer to it several t- times. At, well, Luke refers to it as moon, a like, small but, moon. Yeah, small moon. So who knows?
2: And I, I mean, I also maybe you know maybe this is an inaccurate uh, jump to make, but I also always kind of assumed Alderaan was supposed to be a metaphor for Earth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or a stand-in for Earth. And and when I looked it up on Wikipedia, it does have an orbital period of 364 days and a rotation period of 24 hours, so it seems like they were trying to make it Earth-like. We have no evidence. Yeah, if if only. But yeah, so uh, it seemed like the Death Star was pretty far away, so it doesn't surprise me that nobody on Alderaan was alerted in time to actually do anything.
1: I just like the idea of Space Jimmy Smith's, like, and everyone panicking and picking up their Cuisinarts and stuff and running for the spaceships. <laughs>
2: uh, See, I like the idea space of,
0: of, like, all of a sudden, you know, like, if the, all of a sudden there were two moons, you know, like, some people would be like, hey, look, there's two moons. But a lot of people would just be like, yeah, so what? And just keep <laughs> going. Like, if, if right now, today, we just looked out and there was another yeah. small thing that looked yeah. like a moon next to the moon, everybody would be like, huh, that's funny.
2: All right, coming you, to work.
0: You would just assume it was some, like, advertisement for some show on TNT <laughs> or something.
2: Exactly. Or a really good opportunity to go surfing.
1: Mm. Yes, cuz there would be. Yeah, I wonder if the if, if as you think the Death Star was too small to be seen, it probably would have very little effect on the tides or anything like that.
2: Yeah, distance does uh doesn't doesn't help with the gravitational pull if you're mm. too far away, but I, but also why would the Alder, why would the people on Alderaan know to be afraid because if the Death Star was the first of its kind of this of a ship of this class, the ultimate power in the universe, uh, would, they wouldn't know that they should be fearful, right?
1: But right. they know they. Uh, Space Jimmy Smith knows that it's. They know it can blow up planets, don't they? I don't,
2: has, has Space Jimmy Smith seen the plans? Or is y- yes, it... I think so. Well, you know, again,
0: as far as we know, just watching the movie. No, but um, yeah. they. Did, I think he was uh, you know, <sighs> part of the the conspiracy that that uh, that stole the plans, and they they knew that it was
2: uh... the rebels' sinister agents that yeah. went and stole yeah. the <laughs> plans. <laughs> Uh, so is, is Space Jimmy Smith on planet in this scene? I
1: assume so, because um, Princess Leia, in her message to Obi-Wan Kenobi, says, you have to bring R2 to Alderaan. My father will know how to get the plans out. Ah, yes.
0: Hmm.
1: So uh, I'm assuming J- Space Jimmy Smith meets his end on, uh, on uh, when in Alderaan is destroyed. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: maybe. <laughs> if she, unless she gets up the information. We'll see. That's true. The minute does end right before she answers. It's very suspenseful. Yeah.
0: That's true. It is. It, it's suspenseful. It's. It's a. It's a well shot scene too. I, mm-hmm. I noticed that. That you know, adding to the suspense, just the kind of, you know, the way people are on camera when they're talking and the the kind of you know tightness of it, kind of artistically. It's. It's. It's a really good, uh, really well done scene. It is. I like to well, point that out when I mean you know, when we come across it. I mean, I,
2: are you saying it's a rarity in a George Lucas film for that to be the case or what's what's the, uh, not so much in, text this, here.
0: in this movie? I mean, uh, but again, this could be me, you know, do I like this kind of directing because this is a movie that I've seen the most and this is my, you know, this is my <laughs> reference point. Mm-hmm. Like is every other movie good or bad because it's like or or unlike right. this scene?
1: It is the Socratic ideal.
0: Yes. Movie for me at least. Yes.
1: Well, all right. Why don't we get on to the next minute uh, tomorrow? And uh, anyone else have anything else for this one before we close it up?
0: Uh, I had one note that said uh, the DJs in the back. They're, <laughs> they're those guys That's who are like, like DJs in the big booths in the back of the, yes. of the control room for, for no real reason.
1: DJ Death Squad Commander. <laughs> all right. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow for, and we'll find out. Does Princess Leia rat out the Rebels? Tune in and find out on the Star Wars. Star Wars in a minute. Let's close.